Okay. Do you believe in the Bahrain curse? Yes. Is that wishful thinking after the results of last week or this weekend? I think I believe in all curses. Damn, <laughs> that's a big statement to open the podcast with. I believe in every curse. What's Abby. the word? I'm not spiritual. What? You're superstitious. Superstitious. I am superstitious. If I see one magpie, I believe my week is ruined. And it usually <laughs> is. That that was an insane performance by Max Verstappen in that car. No, like Red Bull were on another level. Like I actually, I'm, I think I've lost all hope. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely soul destroying. Between, like it's not just, it wasn't just Max's performance as well. Checo, an mm. insane performance. That was too many seconds ahead of everyone else. For the whole thing as well. It was so dull. And also, like, there's just no fun and drama in it. I just love a little bit of fun and drama. Thank God there was fun and drama everywhere else. But it's also, like, when he's that far ahead, there's it's not even fun for Max's own fans because there's no point in the camera being on him because there's no drama. He's just out for a drive. Like, he's just literally swanning about. Swanning about. Driving in circles. Like, there's nothing going on there. So you don't even see Max when he's that far ahead. And he doesn't have to really try, does he? No, he's just out for a drive. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Like, he's not even racing. Like, he's going to the shop. It's giving Postman Pat. <laughs> it's giving deliveries. <laughs> I wish but my delivery came that fast. It's just not even a challenge anymore. It li- like, it's. I'm not saying it makes the whole thing boring, but like... Well, actually, no, it doesn't. Need, we, can, we can get on to the, mid, the middle of the field, because that was all quite exciting. It was stunning. Um, the only thing that was boring was, yeah, Max being thousands of miles ahead of everyone but now we've said that we can move on congrats the max fans whatever um sep has instagram and <laughs> here we go into the real stuff i was absolutely astounded at how much fun i had watching fernando alonso perform so well i'm so happy for him also like every time he passed out anyone he's like let's go <laughs> he's like bye bye <laughs> like so it, um, good. yeah it was like in super mario do you know when like they do the little flip in the car and they're like yahoo <laughs> He reminded me of that. And I think it's like really bringing out his playful side that he is able to to compete at this level. What are they putting in that Aston Martin? Mm. What has Daddy Stroll purchased to make that that fast? Daddy Stroll. Oh my God. Whenever he's given like a credit on TV from now on, they need to start calling them Daddy Stroll. All of these men who are, well, actually, so we've got Daddy Horner, we've got Daddy Wolf. Daddy Brown is in the trenches this week. Let's not talk about it. But Daddy Stroll is the real daddy. Because he is Lance's he is daddy. He is a daddy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This, he this. gets the title. He but also, yeah, he looks like a basset hound, I've decided. He looks like such a rich villain. Yeah. Like, if he was the villain in a Bond movie with, like, I don't know, 10 million yachts to his name, I believe it. There's no acting happening. Wouldn't you love if he funded our antics? I'd love that. <laughs> you could buy a few ads for Aston Martin in the podcast. <laughs> Where This is basically one right now, so pay up, Lawrence. <laughs> like... Absolutely loved seeing Alonso do so well, but also notable mention, Lance Stroll yeah. pulled it out the bag. Yeah, Canadian King. Um, I was not expecting him to race. No, neither was I. Like, I don't know. He he looked kind of ghostly. I know he only had like his wrists were fucked and he well, his toe was in bits as well. But, like, I thought he looked quite sick or something. Like he looked and he didn't sound unwell. great. No, he didn't. He didn't sound great before the race. Um, and when I seen that he still had there was pictures going around of him arriving in the paddock on like was it like Friday or Saturday he arrived and he still had bandages on mm. and then I think was it in qualifying I seen a video on Twitter where like he was literally turning with one hand I think in the first corner and it's like you cannot drive like when I first seen that I was like that's actually just a bit dangerous for him mm. and for everyone to allow him to do that but like he actually ended up fair play to them for letting him go in the car because he actually did so well 
and they they knew he'd do well. They obviously knew it'd be fine. Um, but yeah, fair play to him. So I hear that they do a crash test. So you are putting the sim, and you have to get yourself out of a crash situation, and you have to pass a certain amount of them. Yeah. And he definitely did not get out of the sim fast enough in the second crash, but he was still approved. Okay. Which is an interesting thing to note because like those injuries don't go away. I would I would really like to see him rest, but I also mm. don't know if that's gonna happen. Um. There was itchy. I think we got so distracted by who was it? Was it Checo getting caught sneezing during the national anthem? I oh, heard. that we missed Lance putting his hands on his hip yeah. and flinching. Yeah, that was very. That was very live. That was very real. Boy's not a good actor, so that must be bad if he's like flinching by putting his hand on his hip. But he still came where sixth. Was yeah, sixth. Yeah, he did so well. Incredible performance. Um. Also, I'm I'm a Lance stan now. You've decided. Yeah, people people are mean to Lance. I've in the past probably been mean to Lance. <laughs> Confirmed. But uh, that's just because I don't like rich people. But uh, that's just because I'm really incredibly jealous of them. Yeah. Which I'm sure everyone is. Eat the rich and all, but I'd be happy if I was rich, you know. Yeah, I just think he seems like he, he seems, seems like a nice guy. I'm like, okay, I really do want him to do well, just because I really think this Aston Martin car could give could give the top. Yeah, he seems so dead on. a bit of a shake. But yeah, him, him, and also people were like when him and Alonso ended up on the same team. Where people were kind of like, "Oh, they're such like hotheads. Like, they're probably gonna clash." They seem to get on quite well. Yeah. So I was like interested that they didn't tell Alonso that it was Lance that bumped him. I was like, mm. the less you say, the more the more that man knows in the car. Because he's like, well, if you're not gonna tell me who it was, it's obviously I'm just not gonna talk. Yeah, about Yeah, but it. it was such a tiny ding that like he would have forgot about it by the next corner. So like there was no point telling him. I do think it was really nice. Well, both a tactical move by praising your boss's son and mm. an actually nice thing to do for him to be at the end of the race, be like, like whatever about my performance, like also fair play to Lance for coming back from an injury and doing that performance, which, true. Yeah, he seems like really proud of him, which is quite nice. I feel like it's almost like father-son kind of vibes with them because of the age gap. Yeah, now Lance has two dads. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That's what he's always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was very cute and you could see Lance's mom in the garage like she looks stressed but <laughs> yeah he did, he did her proud I'd be so stressed I could yeah if I had a as a child I wouldn't even want to let them outside the house never mind no. into a car going that fast with bandly hands no a child in a car going very fast that didn't do very well Oscar Piastri oh god that poor boy R.I.P. like that is so shit so that if anyone weird. missed Bahrain Oscar Piastri his first race oh he didn't finish it lads he didn't finish it which is really unfortunate that um, after all the drama of last year that Pierre did so well. But like mm. it was so unfortunate. I was also pleasantly surprised that only three people didn't finish. Really? Do you think there'd be more? I, I, thought I be predicted four. two. But Swear we've got the perfect sandwich. One of us had oh, more we did, yeah. Um, I didn't think it'd be him though. I thought he was actually going to be great. But I think between him and Lando we've realised that the McLaren is a piece of shit. That was a diabolical display. What I would not have given to be with Daniel Ricciardo watching that race. Yeah, like they literally could have put the two lads in like a cardboard box with just their legs and it would have been better. <laughs> like it really would have been better. It's giving Flintstones. It's giving... Mm-hmm. Daniel yeah. Ricciardo sitting at home with 12 mil on his lap having a giggle. Like absolutely iconic. Having a little bottle of bubbly by himself. Oh, I hope so. Like treat yourself king. You escaped. He got the sweetest deal of all time though. Here's 12 mil to leave us. And then God knows what Red Bull are paying him. Probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more than they should be. That was... that. Yeah, I felt very bad now for Lando towards the end. 
I don't know if it felt bad, but... <laughs> it did feel good to not have Williams at the bottom of the grid, not have Haas at the bottom of the grid. You know, it was nice to see somebody else As Lando himself would say, I have no sympathy for him. <laughs> I have no sympathy. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I'm curious to see what they do to improve the car between the next couple of races, but like, I, it's not looking hopeful. No. It's also not looking super hopeful for Mercedes, who Toto Wolf described as having one of the worst days in racing. I was like, Bestie, that's a bit of an overstatement, but okay. My favourite thing about Toto Wolf is he is literally the most dramatic person in the world. Like, nothing, it's black, every, the world is black and white to that man. Like, nothing is a kind of, oh, it's okay, like, it'd be grand. Everything is, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Or just the best day of my life. Yeah. Actually, we're, we're very like in that way. <laughs> I don't do in between either, so yeah. I, I was just gonna say, I was like, I wonder who else <laughs> thinks like this. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really liked seeing the battles between the Mercedes yeah. and the other cars. Pity they didn't fucking do anything. Yeah, they didn't fucking give up with everybody else. But it was nice to see that there was actually lots of overtaking on this track, and it was really that was the nicest part of the race. Mm, I think those yes, little... the Alonso and Lewis back and forth was yeah. pretty fun All, but also the cars look awful similar did you yeah. like it was actually I found that quite uh, hard to tell the difference I'm a, I am wearing glasses <laughs> and we were using the projector in a not entirely dark room so that could also play into it but um, yeah I found it quite hard to like tell the difference between the uh, things I was just looking at sorry I have the Formula 1 app up on my phone and I was like why is Joe at the top it's because he had fastest lap um, he did not get a point for the fastest lap. He didn't get a point. I thought you got a point. I think you have to finish within the top ten. To get the point? Yeah. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Clever move, though, to, like, tuck away a little fastest lap right at the end of the race. Well, what's the point if you don't get a point? Because he wants somebody else to take him and put him on in their team. Probably. Oh. That's what I would put the money on, that if you're not going to... He knows he's not going to get into the points in a car like that. Except for maybe the well, very rare occasion. Well, he could. I, th- I don't know. I think he would love to be picked up by somebody else. He wants to be noticed. Yeah, true. Um, true, true, true. Um, the next thing we have on our list to discuss is the greatest name in the entire paddock. Oh. Mike Crack. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Crack. Mike Crack. <laughs> this is an argument for using the name Michael. Yes. Because, I don't know. It, like, when it comes up on screen, it's like, my crack has said, it's like, my crack? <laughs> you're what? <laughs> you're, you're, you're what? <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's specifically Irish. I We all deserve a giggle. Keep, we, we all deserve a giggle. That man needs to stop going by Mike. Keeping up with my crack. <laughs> <laughs> my crack's troubles. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you can tell we're very easily entertained. Yeah, my crack's what, I don't know, is he a team principal? I forget who he is now. No, I think he's a strategist. Strategist, I don't know. He's on one of the teams, but his name kept co- coming up. But as you can tell, we're still getting used to all of the fucking movement amongst everyone in the paddock. Who's who again? But uh, every time his name came up on screen, the whole room crackled. Crackled! <laughs> crackled! <laughs> a snap, crackled, pop! Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very good. It was a nice little... It was a little... Bellissimo. Bellissimo. Um, also, Pierre Gasly going from... 20th to where did he end up 9th 8th yeah n- <clears throat> 9th absolute MVP performance there yeah especially when uh, his brother in Christ <laughs> Esteban Ocon was <gasps> in the, the trenches 
that poor lad every time you thought like he'd just kind of gotten over his penalty it was like another thing up on the screen FIA penalty it's like leave him alone get another, a job it was literally you know that meme it's like another one thank you <laughs> that. I've seen that yeah oh my god it was atrocious I felt so bad for him you were saying you had the the, the amount he went over the speed limit in the pit lane Oh yeah, his one of his uh, what's it called? Not penalties. Fault, penalties um, was for over speed, over speed and speeding in the pit lane, and he had literally gone over the limit by zero point zero one kilometers. I think is what I seen. Like that's, I thought they were particularly strict though at this track. Like you constantly were hearing about like track limits and stuff like that, and I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just been the gap in like the last race to now yeah. that I feel like there wasn't that much, but like. I felt like it was way stricter. Yeah, it was It was quite strict. And I, I did feel really bad for him at the end when he yeah. was even getting these consistent penalties. And, like, yeah, it was a bit grim. It kind of felt like bullying. Bullies like, are French. He was so upset at the end of that. I was watching the poster his interview with him and he was just like, yeah, bitch shite. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> Direct quote. Uh, yeah, bitch shite today, lads. A little bitch shite. try again next week. <laughs> yeah, he will. He won't be trying again next week. Next week, Nate. The week Roberts. after, you know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, that was grim. But, like, also, good on you, Pierre. Yeah. Absolute hop. Yeah. But please, this is a this is a personal plea from the podcast. Shave your beard. It's doing nothing for you. It's doing nothing. It's making you look like more like a teenager. Mm, men love having beards that aren't full of beards though. Like just like patches of hair. It's not a vibe. It's like I don't know. It's like do you know when people are growing like vegetables and half the vegetables have sprouted in the in the patch and half them <laughs> haven't. <laughs> do you know if anyone plays Animal Crossing and some of your carrots don't grow, and some of them do, it kind of looks like Pierre Gasly's beard. Pierre Gassi's whole face reminds me of the cabbage patch. No, Pierre Gassi looks like a werewolf. Yes, this is a discussion. I'm going to in... sneeze. I'm oh. going to pause the podcast. And just like Checo, sneezing when I shouldn't be. He... <laughs> and it was a very comical sneeze. I regret not recording it. Yeah, we should have kept it in. That would have been very good. pure, dirty, rotten. <laughs> <laughs> pure, dirty, rotten. Shout out to all my sinus girls. <laughs> oh, wait, we, we all have sinuses. <laughs> We are all sinus girls. <laughs> At the end of the day, they were all sinus girls. God, we've got a bit mad. Anyways. What else do we have in our... Oh, Alex Albon. Yes. Surprisingly, like, a lovely little performance from not one but both of those cars, I thought. Both the Williams were great. Like, consistent as well. Yeah, now, Alex knocks it out of the park. Getting points in your first race in a Williams... Is a serve. The Williams is good though this year. The Williams is. Oh, where's Claire gone? Oh, Claire would have loved this. Claire would be lapping this up now. Oh, poor Jivel. She should come back. (laughs) Complain on Drive to Survive again. (laughs) Uh, Exact opposite sort of a vibe for Gunther and the Haas boys. That did not go well for Haas. It wasn't shocking. It wasn't shocking, but it wasn't a great start. It's Haas. (laughs) But also, Nico Hulkenberg. Was doing okay for a lot of the race. He kind of slipped back towards the end, but he was doing yeah. okay. Yeah, true, true. Like, was doing pretty decent. Uh, I don't know where K-Mag was. Wasn't in it at all. No. Uh, he seemed pretty pissed, actually, at his interview afterwards, too. Wasn't I... happy with it. He was, he, it was kind of more ha- not happy with the car, though. Yeah. Which is, I think they're fair enough to be unhappy with the car at this stage. I think if anyone is super happy with the car, <clears throat> Red Bull, it's just going to be quite boring. Yeah. You know, you want people to be like, these are things I need to fix. Um, I know you really don't want to talk about it. 
We need Don't to... make me cry again. <laughs> we need to talk about Ferrari. Don't we always need to talk about Ferrari? We do. That... My boys. Mm. Fair play to Carlos. Yeah. I think good on him. I think he didn't stand a chance against Alonso because Alonso is a man out for blood. But also that car didn't stand a chance. They like no pace compared to both Alonso or Red Bull. Like no matter how much he was pushing, he like he couldn't keep up. Yeah. Like Carlos wasn't doing anything wrong. The car just wasn't fast enough. Um, like hadn't hope, and he was actually defending really well. I do think what we have seen is a slight improvement in strategy. At least they seem to have some this year. Yeah, they are. The minute Charles was on the radio being like, so we're going with plan A, I was like, whoa. I've never heard you say things We're not on before. plan E within the first two minutes. Incredible. Great work, guys. Um, yeah, nice that they, they have strategy. Also, to be fair, it wasn't it wasn't a stupid fuck up. It was just the car yeah. broke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I don't like to see this man sad. Um, I do need to see him let rip, though. He, he was far too polite again. He just got out of that car calmly and sipped a drink. Had his little glass of water. And Went like, off on his little summer. motorbike. Lads, the way I would have kicked the shit out of that car, I would have been screaming down the radio, Fred, what the fuck is this piece of shit you have me in? Where's my engine? Is there even an engine in the car? Oh, I would have been fuming. I literally would have been fuming. We, were, we should 100% confirm this, but I think this means he starts at the back of the grid for the next race. Yeah, I see, I've seen something on Twitter saying he might have an engine penalty but like to be fair he's very good at making his way back up the grid so yeah. he will still be fine but he's not he's probably not going to be first because Red Bull is just on rocket fuel yeah we're I don't think we're hoping for a first anymore I think we're hoping for a, a head of Lance Troll energy yeah I haven't ever watched a Jetta race though so yeah me neither which I'm curious about I think it'll be fun uh, Ali took one look at the track and goes yeah that looks easy yeah <laughs> I looked at it on Google Maps and said, hmm, that's easy. I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. My, my eyes closed. Um, it's just very, it, it just seems to be quite straight. Now, I've not watched a drive through of it. Just from above on Google Maps, it looks like a grand little road. Two big stretches in it. And also, I think it's like half half a street race, half a circuit. Yeah, this is what it's, uh, this is what the description gave when we looked mm. it up. Now, whether or not that's true, we we don't have the budget to hire a fact checker yet, so we'll decide that. We'll make we them the up. Race. We'll make up our facts. Um, <laughs> I unfortunately think that at Jeddah we will see once again a f- bloody well domination by these Red Bulls. Or maybe maybe Lance Stroll will be back in his good old form and ram someone into the wall. Yeah, I wonder how the healing process will go because I I would absolutely love to see a bit of Felipe in that car. Yeah. If Felipe got one decent rattle in an Aston Martin of that quality on the track, there would be no doubt that he has a seat next year, I think. Mm. That would be my theory on it. I think they'd be fools not to offer him a him a seat. Yeah, Yuki's going to be out next year. I'm calling it now. Yeah, yeah. He's doing nothing. He's not he's not giving what needs to be giveth. No. I miss I miss crazy Yuki. At least that was fun. No, I he's love just him. brat Yuki. Yeah, I love him off track. Board. I just I don't know he doesn't do an awful lot on it it's time to get the restaurant license my brother yeah and I, I'll miss him I will miss him but I don't know he's doing nothing for his team there's my hot take of the day Um, the rookies didn't actually fare too badly Nick came last no <laughs> no I think it was it was that not um, let's Lando. double check he was, was asked it? for a chunk of it oh yeah Lando probably came last in the end did he I'm just happy that all the la- all the boyos finished except poor Oscar R.I.P. I the results 
Oh, he didn't come last at all. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he was 14th. Why did I think yeah. he came last? Logan Sargent coming 12. That's massive. Jesus, loads of them are lapped. Sargent, 12th place down was lapped. Norris yeah. was lapped twice. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of lapping. It did not bode well for the learning the new liveries and all the colours being similar because nobody wants to use paint anymore. I also, I just looking at the gaps between them all, like obviously it was mad watching that in the race, but like in qualifying, they were all separated by, what was it, the top 12 or top 16 or something were separated by less than a, than a second? Yeah, it was two seconds across the whole across grid. Across the whole grid. So like how did it get so spread out in the race? I just find that mad. I mean... Like that how, that how whole that race, fast? that whole race, could have done with a real safety car to to crush those those yeah. distances in. I think that's what it really lacked for me, and it sounds so bad. Yeah. I was literally waiting for some incident to happen on track so that a safety car would slow them down because it just felt so unfair. But even something silly like in, what happened in qualifying, where like something blew, blew off one of the one of the cars, like could that not just have happened, spice things up? Yeah. Because what is a race without a safety car? Do and that's know? why we're joyriding, my girls. And that's why we're joyriding. <laughs> But uh, we we also made a fantasy F1 league. Which is both incredibly stressful because the app is not very user-friendly. Yeah, the app is um, shite. They, like, they need to make an actual separate app for fantasy and not have it within the F1 app. Because I don't know if you was, like, listen, find it real awkward. I find, like, I log into it and then every time I hit back, it takes me out of the whole thing. That's, yeah, that's exactly what's happening on my end. I literally have logged in and met my teams and then I just disappeared so that mm. um, so that somebody else in the chat would send me the results uh. yeah it's easier to work on the laptop if anyone else is like new to setting it up do it on the laptop it is so much easier and it you can read everything and it all makes sense and it doesn't shut down on you when you're in the middle of filling out but I think it's fun if if enough of you are interested we could set up one with ourselves and people who are listening send us a little DM on Instagram and we will on Instagram Seb has Instagram Seb has Instagram (laughs) and we will (laughs) we will make a league if anyone is interested Um, we promise we don't bite yeah we're also probably going to be pretty shit at it so (laughs) I mean speak for yourself you are killing it on the I came first on ours but that's only because because Pierre slayed I also had Pierre did you? yeah because I had Charles as like my triple boost and where did he end up on a motorbike? <laughs> I had. I don't know um, how I won ours. Everyone else must did bad. Like everyone I had, else must did really bad. Alonso was my triple boost. Oh, there so you go. I was hyped. Oh, raging! I'm just gonna keep putting my triple boost on Max now. That's rude and spiteful, <laughs> and absolutely 100 percent what you should be doing Correct. every week. Um, that's all. All from us? No, yes. no. We're going to invite people on. Oh, yeah. Very so, important. If you aren't already following us on socials at Safety Car Joyride on Instagram and TikTok and Joyride Pod on Twitter, you might not have seen yet that we are looking for guests to join us for our, like, basically these episodes, like our post race episodes. So if you are interested in coming on throughout the year, if you have a favourite race, if you have some hot takes, if you have some things you want to talk about in F1 that you just don't think we've talked about we, you don't think any other F1 podcast talked about that you just need to say come on our podcast so go fill out our Google form you'll find it on our socials and yeah it's li- literally it's so simple it's like your name 
your email address and kind of basically that what's and your, your vibes <laughs> and your vibes it's, it's your vibes we're trying to suss you out but we're yeah. also especially curious about people who are going to be at races this year to be our what are we on, going to call on the them? ground ears on the ground on the grid girls or boys or anybody really uh, we'll figure it out there will be we've already confirmed that Jen will be at what the, which, the Melbourne we have someone at the Melbourne Grand Prix so well, if you're the going practice. for the practice so if you're going to the actual race or if you're going to any of the others please do get in touch because um, we'd love to have you on and if we spot that you're going to a race that somebody else who is a lovely fan of the pod is also going to we can link you guys up so that you have a pal there who you can inevitably watch Max Verstappen absolutely dominate the rest of your favourite drivers with. Lisa's starting a dating off here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to set you up on the best F1 date of your life. This is actually a dating podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a terrible matchmaker. My taste is so bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's it, isn't it? Yeah, there's that nothing is else. It. Um, yeah do pop up to us if you are missing any if you're like going through absolute withdrawals during our week with nothing in it go back and listen to our other episodes yeah we have three episodes out before this one the first one what did we do in the first one we kind of gave our predictions for the year which are already probably hilarious to listen back to because of how wrong we were I really don't want to think about how wrong we were (laughs) then our second one we kind of review the liveries and the event launches and all that sort of jazz. And then in our next one after that, what did we do in I'm Calling Jean? pre-season testing and Drive to Survive. Oh yeah, Drive to Survive review. So that's that's a very fun one as well. I think my favourite one out of those three was the second one. If you're looking for a particularly fun one, go listen to episode two. <laughs> I really enjoyed how much we said the, the word cunt in the third one. Oh yeah, if you want to hear us say serve cunt probably like 70 times, listen to episode three I'm Calling Jean. It was like we had a nervous tick. I think we did. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's us. So go follow us at Safety Car Joy Ride on TikTok and Instagram, and Joy Ride Pod on Twitter. And enjoy Jeddah. Hope it. Hope all of your dreams come true. And I hope that Charles Leclerc finishes. Oh, me too, <laughs> sister. Yeah.